Namaste, bitches. Satnam. Howdy, y'all. What's going on? Welcome back to season two of A Thousand Serious Moves with Amanda Holstein. I am calling this season two because I just took a few months off, so it just seemed logical <laughs> to just call, just wipe the board clean and say we have a whole new season, whole new me. Um, no, that's same me, unfortunately, so don't get your hopes up. I, um, I just been uh, taking some time off because I just really have not felt like doing the podcast. I haven't felt very spiritual the past couple of months. Um, I could say a million reasons why. Um, probably the root of all of them being fear. Because um, <laughs> fear seems to be at the root of most of why I don't do the things that I know seem to be beneficial. But also, you know, within fear, I've been I'm just going to, let's just jump into this <laughs> podcast. Hi, welcome. Um, uh, I think I've been thinking a lot about like this fear that I've had that has kept me away from doing the podcast. And it's like, I can't really put a word, you know, too many words to like where the fear is coming from or what it is. I guess it's, um, yeah, um, fear of nobody giving a fuck, um, fear of not having anything to say, so on and so forth. Um, but I've been thinking a lot about, so within Buddhism, there's sort of like this theory or teaching that talks about using the things that cause us to suffer um, in order that tapping into those things that cause us to suffer and using them as tools for transformation into becoming something new. So it's like embracing that fear and accepting that fear and using it as a way to awaken. And that might sound like it doesn't really make sense <laughs> if you're not too familiar with Buddhist teachings, but the basic principle is, especially of Buddhism, is like non-judgment and full acceptance and approaching suffering with kindness as the to as sort of like the means to transforming. So having this fear <clears throat> of whatever, and it's kind of kept me off the stage a decent amount too. I've um, been kind of living on the outskirts, uh, working on art and avoiding getting on stage a decent amount, though I have been getting up. But I think that same fear that has kept me from doing too much of the podcast is the same fear that has kept me from getting on stage too much. Um, just fear of not being accepted, fear of uh, nobody giving a fuck. <laughs> Um, fear of being rejected, that's the same as not being accepted, and I've been thinking a lot about how, how can I, how can I use that fear as a means to transform, and how can I face that fear and move despite it, and like I was saying, within Buddhism, it's within Buddhist teachings, it's about 
facing those fears with kindness and full acceptance of the self and accepting of the fear rather than trying to push it away and pretend like it's not there, (laughs) which is what I've been doing. Um, But that just leaves me paralyzed because then I'm just living in fear and not moving forward. And instead, I've been trying to say, okay, I'm afraid of rejection. I'm afraid that people don't give a fuck. And and kind of looking at myself as almost like a mother, like a very kind, accepting mother who says, like, that's okay. Like, <laughs> it's okay that you're feeling fear. Like, let me hold you. Like, let me, let me accept you just the way that you are, including your fears. And in doing that, it's really kind of helped me to kind of loosen the grip on taking those fears so seriously and saying like, okay, I have um, a fear of rejection. I have a fear that nobody gives a fuck, nobody's listening and be like, that's okay. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like you feel that way. Like, like almost empathy for myself and and it kind of like loosens the grip because then I feel like I'm not so alone and and also like calling into my mind like all the people that do care about me and all the people that do accept me for who I am and looking at them as sort of like the support system and and like I said, it just kind of helps like take away some of the power of the fear. And it's, and it's not that it's still there. Like I was trying to avoid doing this podcast, (laughs) but I figured I would just talk about it. (laughs) Maybe somebody else feels this way too. Like maybe it'll help somebody else. (laughs) If not, um, hi, I'm imperfect. Um, how do I turn perfect like you? (laughs) Write me, send me an email. Uh, I did want to read um, this poem, or I guess it's a prayer. It's called The School Prayer by Diane Ackerman. That's kind of relevant to what I'm talking about. In the name of daybreak, and the eyelids of morning, and the wayfaring moon, and the night when it departs. I don't know if you can hear this bird that's... (laughs) going on in the background that's not one of my sound effects um so hopefully it's not too loud um but I'm gonna just start over (laughs) that bird represents my fear um (laughs) just constantly nagging at me (laughs) okay I'm gonna start over okay school prayer by Diane Ackerman in the name of the daybreak and the eyelids of morning and the wayfaring moon and the night when it departs. I swear I will not dishonor my soul with hatred, but offer myself humbly as a guardian of nature, as a healer of misery, as a messenger of wonder, as an architect of peace. In the name of the sun and its mirrors, and the day that embraces it, and the cloud veils drawn over it, and the uttermost night, and the male and the female, and the plants bursting with seed, and the crowning seasons of the firefly and the apple, 
I will honor all life, wherever and whatever form it may dwell, on, my, on earth my home and in the mansions of the stars. So she doesn't talk about fear specifically, but it can be applied to any sort of like negative feelings that we're feeling, like fear, hatred, um, disdain, that's kind of the same as hatred, like whatever other negative feelings that you're carrying around with you, um, it's about like embracing them and using those things as a way to wake up because within the suffering that we have therein lies an opportunity to move move beyond that suffering and to learn more about being kind to ourselves and in being kind to ourselves we can then be kind to others which is another thing that I've been sort of dealing with I, I do yoga um so that's why I look so good. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, I do yoga as it's for me. It's not just about the physical. It's about the spiritual that goes alongside it. And call me a cult- cultural appropriator or whatever, but um, I'm allowed to appropriate someone else's form of seeking hope and help. <laughs> um <laughs> And so I do yoga online on YouTube. There's this girl called Adrian, Yoga with Adrian. I would highly recommend if you ever wanted to get into yoga. She's so great and she can be a little, you know, annoying, but who can't, you know. Um, she has great yoga videos on yoga for beginners and 30-day challenges and um, just different. She breaks down different poses for you. Anyway, check her out, Yoga with Adrian. And she talks a lot about how the way that we treat ourselves on the mat when we're doing yoga translates to the way that we treat ourselves and others when we're off the mat. So sometimes when I'm doing yoga, I want to just like hit the poses and like get strong and like see how far I can go. And then it's like this like perfectionist attitude comes in. And then I can see in my life the way that like then I hold myself to that perfectionist attitude and I get really down on myself and hard on myself. That like, why am I not doing more? Why am I not better? And then I hold others to those same, you know, standards like my mom or my boyfriend or whatever. It's like, you know, why don't you just be better? And, and so then it just really clicked to me the other day, like, oh my God, like what she's saying is like the way that you treat yourself on the mat translates to the way that you treat yourself off the mat and the way that you treat others so as I've been doing yoga I've been trying to like okay instead of trying to just like hit the most advanced form of the pose like let me just really be kind to my body like that has been like a big mantra of mine lately is like be kind to yourself like don't try to force yourself to like get your muscles and look really good and show how strong you can be but it's you you know yoga is like it's a lot more than that it's it's about learning these lessons along the way so like I've been like okay instead of trying to hit the most advanced posture that I can in yoga like where am I at today like what feels right like how can I meet my edge but still bring grace and kindness to it like 
sometimes maybe I'll keep my knee lifted, knee lowered on a lunge, or, you know, maybe I'll do a child's pose instead of a downward dog, like bringing that kindness to myself. And I have just seen just how much it has transformed the way that I carry myself and the way that I see myself in the day to day and the way that I treat others. Like, I mean, just on a personal experience, I can sometimes get really, I'm a perfectionist. So it's like all or nothing. Hence like why I haven't been doing the podcast. Um, (laughs) but like, you know, even I, I've been seeing like the ways that it has like translated to the way that like I treat my boyfriend, like, you know, sometimes I can really hold him to like a high standard, like, why aren't you doing more? Like, why aren't you perfect? Why aren't you perfect? (laughs) Fuck it. Let's break up. I'm going to marry Jesus. Like I'm going to marry Buddha. Um, and you know, and I'm seeing now, now that I'm being kinder to myself, I'm seeing like, it's just naturally translating into more of this kindness and patience with him where, you know, it's not about like expecting him to just wake up and be perfect one day. But instead it's like, as I'm kind to myself, it, I then spread that kindness to him or to others. Like, you know, even when I'm driving, it's like, how about I not like get mad at somebody because they didn't turn on their blinker, you know, like all, all, it's all connected. And it, I think ultimately it all comes down to the way that we treat ourselves and the way that we view ourselves. And that's why for me, having a spiritual practice is so important because it allows me the time to reflect on what actually matters and these things that I know that actually are going to make my life more flourishing and give me more peace and happiness throughout my day-to-day life. So, you know, in the morning, like, you know, maybe I'll do, I'll do yoga. I've been trying to do yoga every day. Like, um, but I would say like, even for yourself, like wherever you're at, like, I would say, don't try to just force yourself. Like if you are interested in doing a spiritual practice, like don't try to force yourself to like, okay, let me hit it really hard and then force myself. And, you know, and, cause then you're just going to get burnt out. You're going to be like, I can't sit still for 30 minutes. Like if you want to start meditating and, you know, I've talked about this before on season one, <laughs> but that like, you know, I hear so many people say like, oh, I, I would, I would start meditating, but I just can't. I just can't uh, sit still for 10 minutes. Like, that's not me. It's like, hey, guess what? Nobody can. Um, You're not special. Nobody is good at meditating when they start. Like, that's anything. Like, nobody's good at anything when they start. And if you're good at something to start, like, that's a fluke. So I would say if you're interested in doing any kind of spiritual practice, prayer, meditation, yoga, running even, you know, whatever works for you, like different, there's different ways to tap into your inner teacher or God or the universe or your intuition, whatever it is that will make you feel more connected and help you to be a better person, whatever that is, like, I would say, start slow, start small, say, okay, I'm going to start this week, I'm going to do one minute meditations every day, you know, and then, the next week say 
okay, I'm going to do two minute daily medit. I'm going to meditate two minutes a day every day and start small and be kind with yourself. Like, you know, you don't walk into a gym and start bench pressing 200 pounds or whatever. Like you start small and, and what's great about doing it at home is nobody's there to watch you. So you don't have to feel judged. <laughs> um, but I would encourage any of you to start a spiritual practice because it really does transform your life and it transforms my life and the way that I, like I said, the way that I see myself and the way that I'm kind with myself and the way that I interact with others. And it really is contagious because if you're mean to somebody, like you call them a bitch or like you don't hold the door or whatever, like then that person's going to carry that energy around with them throughout the day. And like, you know how nice it is when, you know, somebody lets you in over in the lane or whatever, like, I would just encourage all of you to start some sort of practice that helps you to be a better person because, you know, God or Satan or Allah (laughs) or whatever, we all know that we could use a lot more kindness in this world and that we're all already so hard on ourselves as it is. And we all have our own fears and things that hold us back and, you know, these these things that we tell ourselves that seem so real and seem so true, but they aren't the whole story. Like, you know, maybe people are listening. Like, maybe po- maybe people do care. Um, and if you live in your fears, then you're just going to be stuck for not doing your podcast for three months. <laughs> you're going to be you're going to be unhappy, you're going to be miserable, and then it's going to translate into the way that you interact with other people as well. Um, So I would encourage you all to, if you have any fears or things that are keeping you down or weighing you down, to start doing some sort of meditation and approach whatever feelings that you have with kindness and with love, like a really loving mother. And if you didn't have a loving mother, then whoever you imagine is a really loving person, Obama, um, (laughs) Oprah, (laughs) me, I love you. I love everybody and I want everybody to flourish and to be happy and to feel free and Um, this is a new thing I'm starting for this season, (laughs) um, I'm going to give y'all my email address and I would hope that, you know, if any of you have, um, anything you want to share for me to put on the podcast or you just want, um, me to pray for you or encouragement or advice, or you just want to feel like you can talk to somebody, um, I'm gonna, um, my email is therapistjokes at gmail.com or therapistjokes at gmail.com. Um, and I would really actually love to hear from any of you. Um, tell me good job. Uh, tell me to not be so afraid. Um, or tell me your fears. And I want you to feel less alone too. And if you don't email, that's okay too. Know that I love you anyway. (laughs) 
um also one last thing check out my website um i have lots of new art up for sale and i'm very proud of it i'm very excited for the um way that my art has been developing over the past couple months which is really what i've been working on um not i haven't been just sitting on my hands but um yeah so my website therapistjokes.com or therapistjokes.com um and buy something please i got into oh last thing i got into grad school yay i'm gonna be in houston for the next two years i'm going to rice university uh studying religious studies which is apropos which i think means appropriate um and yeah i'm debating if i'm gonna do ca- uh, contemplative studies or uh the psychology of religion but i'm also going to be studying esoteric religions and mysticism and the gnostic um books of the new testament all the books that were left out so i'm super excited and y'all should be too because i'm going to be just sharing everything that i learn with y'all on the podcast as well so uh check out my website therapistjokes.com email me therapistjokes.com i love all of you and as always i wish you all love courage pussy money weed enlightenment namaste